This is Armand Asante. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The Authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f- so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. January 23rd, 2016. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And this week, I talked about him and his publication, Cigar Journal. I thought in a good way, but he wants to be on the show and chime in with his opinion. He is the editor-in-chief of Cigar Journal, Reinhold Widmeyer. Also, the hate mail continues, not just on me, but on Mr. Jonathan. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, iTunes, or YouTube where you can set it. And forget it. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is away with the New England Patriots. Where is he, Barry Stein? He's in Denver. Denver, Colorado. Where, uh, the Mile High City. The Patriots tomorrow will win the game once again and will go on to the Super Bowl? Yes, they'll be off next week, so we'll have Chuck back. Okay. And the week after that would be the Super Bowl. And, that's where, and he, he'll be at the Super Bowl and actually not there when we give the Cigar of the Year award because he'll be at the Super Bowl. That is correct. Unless, in the Super Bowl is California? I believe so. Yeah. Unless they lose, in which case we got him back. Yes. Is that possible? I know you guys, the crazy numbers you were saying, the Patriots are going to lose by this much, and it was going to be a blowout. It was a blowout, but it's, the other uh, way around. Yep. They're in the Mile High City. They're not acclimated to the, the altitude they're acclimated. It doesn't matter. There is there's, no better is there, team is during there, the playoffs than the New England Patriots. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. There you go. Are they? Uh, are the balls inflated properly at that altitude? You got temperature to think you of. You know how they are with their balls. <laughs> yeah, there's an expert about balls. It would be Mr. Johnson. And there it is. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So I'm just back from the Dominican Republic. And Sick I said, as a dog. I am. I have a cold. You're hearing my voice, uh, but I'm going to get through it one way or the other. So uh, this is the time I go every year, and I see what's new, what's happening, what's going on. I want to come back with some samples. I want to buy lots of cigars when nobody else is and get better deals uh, and see all my friends down there. And um, I stopped in to see Hochi Blanco. Hochi is the owner of Tobacalera Palma, where they make the aging room, uh, along with lots and lots of other brands, uh, Lobo M, which will be an advertiser soon. Um, and he just bought an old cigar manufacturing and um, distribution company called Indian Head. Old, old brands, things that I carried during the cigar boom, 
totally forgot about. Um, I don't even remember some of these uh, cigar brands that were there. And um, he was telling me about it, and he wanted to show me the new brand that they're going to introduce uh, in about two weeks because actually they haven't had their distribution set up yet. It's probably going to happen in about a week or two. And uh, they said, um, you know, I'd like you to give it a try on a fresh palate, which means they gave it to me one day, and then um, I had to wait until the next morning and then right. light up the natural, which you're going to light up, and then later in the day light up the um, Habano, uh, there's a natural in a Habano, um, and see what I thought, and then basically uh, see if I want to buy it. Yeah, the nobody, good news nobody is, gives you a free cigar down there. No, samples no. as a pitch. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, I'm smoking a lot of cigars, so it was very smart for him to say, you know, wait till tomorrow, don't even light it up now, because we're going after one after the other after the other after the other. And um, so he wanted me to smoke... The Connecticut, which um, the name of the brand is La Galleria. La Galera. La Galera. L-A-G-A-L-E-R-A. It's the heart of any cigar factory, the gallery where they roll the cigars. So in a cigar factory, every cigar factory is La Galera, which is where they're rolling the cigars, not just um, um, dealing with the tobacco and, and veining or anything like sure. that. This is just where they roll the cigars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so this is the brand. The Connecticut is in a box of 20. The Sun Grown or Habano is in a box of 21. The suggested retail price on the one you're smoking is, I believe, four ninety-five. Is is five seventy-nine. Yep. On the Habano one, it's six ninety-nine. So right away, I get into. All right, I'm confused. I don't know if you're confused, but they're the same name and everything. You can't stop yourself. You have to start your cigar school right then and there. Well, is it too late? Is it too late (laughs) to make them the same? Same amount of cigars in a box, same price per – is it too late? It's too late. Why can't they just call you when they're going to come out with the brand and just get it squared away right off the bat? So, as I promised, I smoked the Connecticut uh, early in the morning, and I'm I'm not to – you, you haven't even tried it before, nope, Jonathan. I haven't. Um, I was kind of shocked because they're telling me to smoke it early in the day, but it was much stronger than I thought it was going to be. Okay. It looks like it's a mild. I'll uh, tell you, this is a gorgeous, beautiful, gorgeous wrapper. But I said, this is is not your, your grandfather's Connecticut shade, man. We've got some punch here. It's Dominican shade cigar, and I, you would have thought mild, but it's not. I, I would say early aggressive and then and then calm down a bit. Um and then I showed up at his factory, and he said, what do you think? And I said, well, the price, the, the Robusto is $4.95. I said five seventy nine for for the Toro. Oh, okay. Um, and, and up from there, so you're talking, uh, you know, $5 cigars. I yeah. said, it's going to be a killer. I said, your problem is that this cigar is about a dollar more. So he says, well, let it up. Well, you're it's a dollar the, more, but... You're going to let the cat out of the bag. We haven't even cut him yet. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, th- this is what I thought of it uh, as I went through. So let's give it a cut. Let's give it a light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I can't stand what my, what my voice sounds sounds like all the time today. I think it's worse. an improvement, really. So, 
Um, I did smoke both of these. Barry smoking the one. I am the, the Habano, right? Right. This is the one that has uh, Peloto Cabano, Criollo 98, and Pelo de Oro in the filler. And Pelo de Oro happens to be one of my personal favorite tobaccos. So that's that. Now, the Connecticut is totally different blend. Right. That has uh, Dominican T112. Oh, Pilato. that's my favorite. Yep. Yeah, the <laughs> T112. Peloto it makes Cubano. a T111 like it's obsolete. Like crap. It's obsolete. It like cut. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm used to it. Uh, Piloto Cubano and Criollo 98. So the the difference is the Connecticut wrapper and the Dominican T12 versus the Habano wrapper and the Pelo de Oro. Yeah. We just swapped out one tobacco, really. Yeah. Even the band is different from each other. Uh, this is uh, a more shapely band where that one is straight on the bottom yeah. of it. Um, this is. If you if you had uh, some sort of cream based sauce, and you spiced it up a little bit, so you got a spicy, creamy going on in the cold draw. I don't know what you. Guys I have I have there. cinnamon. <laughs> Barry does it. He has cinnamon, whatever. But I have cinnamon. There's a spiciness going well, on in here. I have the Vertigo <clears throat> Glock. Yes. Now here's a new one. We have a new lighter. We have a new lighter, and, and Barry, this is a this is a paying homage to you and your your final smoking of the kilo. I thought we could kind of go a little gangster here, and light our cigars with the Vertigo Glock. Now, if you've ever seen this, it looks like if this might be the only Vertigo with a little ass tank. It's not true. They just mushed it, so they have the big ass tank. They just flattened it out a little bit, slimmer design, making it easier to fit in your pocket, and there's plenty of fuel to fuel the triple jets. And if you have issues with other lighters, being able to adjust the flame, we got a big-ass adjustment wheel at the bottom. Now, I own a Glock, but not a Glock lighter. I own a Glock firearm. Yes, you do. And this reminds me of it because it's kind of box boxy. It like, is boxy. Like, like that, uh, the Glock uh, handgun, which is almost like shooting uh, basically a brick in your hand. Um, this is kind of like that, boxy. But uh, my Glock was expensive, but this lighter... Not so much. Not so much. Fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Triple jet, big wheel at the bottom. They got all the jets in line, uh, and even with that, you still have pinpoint accuracy because the way the flames work, they all come in together. Hell of a lighter for not a lot of money. They're doing it as we, we went through uh, just a couple weeks ago. Went through uh, their new lighters and stuff and got them in. Um, very exciting to me. All these great lighters for that kind of low price. Yeah. So they got it going on. So um, do we have another? No, we don't. So um, that was it. We have another Connecticut that um, maybe Barry can try after because he hasn't had the Connecticut. But I'll let the cat out of the bag. I bought them. I smoked them both, and I said, okay. They're expecting about two weeks. Okay. They're going to start the thing. I said, I want to be the first, Have not second. First. Nope. I want to be the first one in the nation to get them. How many other retailers flew down this week in the middle of uh, January? What we got going on weather-wise. Oh. Nobody. We should be first. I've, I've known Hochi for a long time. Good man. Uh, great cigars. Always has been. Starting to get attention finally with the aging room and all that stuff and uh, – uh, always made some great cigars, and now uh, buying somebody else's factory, which very interesting. Um, <clears throat> doesn't know if he's going to make it in their factory, keep that going, or, 
uh, drag these brands into his own, but he needs distribution, so he created his own distribution company. And the retailers out there are going to start seeing reps and stuff coming into them uh, with all these Indian head brands, along with um, the new stuff like uh, this one, La Galera. I would say La Galera. G-A-L-E-R-A. All right. I, uh, I have to call an audible, and this audible is coming to you by way of my flavor profile on this cigar. I'm picking up something very unique that you and Barry are going to be into, and it's going to make you both wish you were smoking this cigar. Are you familiar with the Hostess Snowballs? Look at you. Look at you going inside. you making fun of us Do all you, the are time. Are you familiar with that? Am I familiar with it? <laughs> I dream of it. All right, so that the brings snowball. me that brings me to a mailbag. So Apparently, I owe the two of you an apology. Uh, Bo writes in, love the show. Would say I find Mr. Jonathan very disrespectful to his boss and coworker Barry by calling them fat on multiple occasions. As a guy who struggles with his weight, I find it rude. If I called my boss in that public or a peer did, uh, it would be grounds for termination. <laughs> I hope they continue to talk about food, and you do walk off the show. Have a nice weekend. Signed, our good friend, Bo. Nice. So I don't care what he called me. You should hear what I call him, but I, I don't do it on the air in front of other people. I've had him in my office with the door closed crying. He says he's not crying. He had something, something in his Something was in, in his my eye. eye. Yeah, it happens. I can make him cry. I go into his childhood. It's the whole thing there. There's a whole thing it's there. It's not even what I know you say about my mom. It's what you said about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So. so, Bo, I apologize. And, and to all of you full-figured men out there that are sensitive about your weight, it is certainly meant in good fun in the same way. I got a mirror. I know I'm In the I'm same fat. way that they refer to me as a dude who likes other dudes. So, uh, one poor choice of a joke, I guess, deserves another. And uh, I will take it under advisement and, and lay off. Nah, when you've got to hit jokes. back, you go to go to fat. It's a it's an easy target. I I know who we are. <laughs> Come on, if that's the best you got, go with the hostess hostess ding dongs well, or whatever. Listen, I wish hostess I wish I didn't taste snowball. the coconut snowballs. It's not the pink one either. It's the white one. The white one with the marshmallow and the coconut. It's fantastic with the black cake inside and the frosting. And it's the artificial frosting that tastes the best. You know, it's not that good stuff. Not the, the homemade no, buttercream no. frosting. It's got to be the real cheap stuff. You want to get two cakes for like 59 cents. Now you got something going on. So this cigar couldn't have been part of the care package because it, it doesn't even exist It doesn't yet. exist. So uh, it is not. But, but I do hear from uh, the folks in the mail order department, there, there are only seven spots remaining. Seven spots for the care package. we've decided to cap it at 500. Yeah. So we're at 493 spots. There we go. Taken. As of we this got morning. seven remaining. If you haven't signed up, it's only 19.99. That includes shipping. Uh, and every month you're going to get four cigars that we're going to actually smoke on the show. Uh, you asked for it, and now you have it. How did there I do? I'm trying to make it so you don't have to talk as much. It's perfect. And the um, next hour we're going to smoke one of those cigars that are in the care package. And um, not only will is it a special cigar... It's the, it's the next to the last time you could ever get the cigar. And I'm going to say this. I got a sneak peek at what's coming in the care package. If you're not signed up or if you're thinking, eh, you know what, 
maybe there was a, a month that was softer than another month, and it wasn't because they weren't great cigars. It's because one month Dave went over the top and put too much good stuff in against against my. I'm better losing judgment. money on everyone. Against There's my no better doubt judgment. about it. I don't know how I cannot lose money. The stuff that's coming out bucks, is unreal. Let's call it. Six bucks for shipping is what we're going to have into it. Yeah. That's going to leave me $14 for four cigars. What's $3.50? Yeah, they... I don't know. We don't have any $3.50 <laughs> cigars. So I have to automatically lose on every single one. Yeah. And then you start adding $20 cigars in there and things like that and whatever. But there's five, 490-something people smoking along with us. So that's kind of like a guarantee of some audience. That yeah. we have. Somebody's enjoying it somewhere. Somebody's listening to it. So uh, this we'll really is good. This really is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. For four for five, that's five and change, right? Yeah. Five and change. Five dollar cigar. You can yeah. sell that, right? This is impressive. And uh, that's a the box of twenty. So easy box sale under a hundred dollar boxes. This is something. This is something. Uh, other retailers listening, uh, call uh, Tobacco Air Palma. Call uh, Hochi up and. Tell them you heard it on the Cigar Authority. You want this brand in your store because uh, it's a great low-price cigar. When you get to this, you had this one already. Yeah. Different different animal. It's a different animal. That is – now, it's Barry, you're saying that that's all Dominican filler in there? According to the uh, information from the factory, it is all Dominican filler, Dominican minder, and Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Because I'm going to say this, it smokes like a Nicaraguan cigar. Yes, it's it does. Got that? I told him that, you know, when I smoked it, I said I would have swore this is a Nicaraguan. If cigar. I blind taste, even, even which, the Connecticut, which I, I will blind taste you on that at some point yeah. in a month or so, and you're going to guess it's Nicaraguan, and you're going to be dead wrong. I was blown away by this. Blown away. Uh, a lot of times, Dominican manufacturers play to the strengths of Dominican tobacco, which is on the milder side. On one end, and on the other end, it's so ridiculously full-bodied I can't smoke it. This is somewhere in the middle, very flavorful. It's got a little spicy note. It's got that creamy, and I'll tell you, that coconut flavor is continuing through. La Galleria. Galera. Galera. I think it's Galera. 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 That sounds better. G-A-L-E-R-A. La Galera. But it's basically the gallery of where the cigar rollers. That's why I keep going the gallery. Right. It's considered the heart of any tobacco factory. And for the factory, it is the space that their experienced master rollers construct, uh, con- excuse me, concentrate to express their art in elaborating exquisite and refined cigars. Using premium aged tobaccos from the best fields in the Sabao Valley to make one of their best creations to date. That's how they're describing it. I would agree. Pretty interesting. Uh, I I think it's a mistake making one box of 20, 121, making one $4, making one $5. It's confusing. They're called the same thing. You actually have two brands all together. Two brands as one. Maybe the plan is that they start, customers start referring to these as the Connecticut and the Habano, the name kind of is just there because so you know where to order it from. But then now they take over the entire country. Anyone that says I'll have the Connecticut is talking about La Galera, and anyone that says I'll have the Habano is also La Galera. This is going to be a Best Buy. The brand is going to become a Best Buy. There's no doubt about it. And I think uh, it gets big ratings, um, not necessarily the Connecticut because Connecticut's typically don't get it. It'll be the biggest seller, of right. course. Um, but the 
Habano will become a huge rated $5 cigar. Huge. Mark my words. All right, we're marking the team. It's, so, a, uh, it's a gorgeous band on the Habano. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised because you could tell where the bands are made. And cigar rings usually has this a little is, square block. This is not cigar, cigar rings. rings. This is a made in Holland. Surprising. And you could tell that also yes. because of the gold. Yeah. This is very different. He, we talked about the band, and he said, I, we just cannot do a band like this mm-hmm. in this country. And I said, you made this in Holland? Yes, very expensive band. Yeah. Uh, the box is beautiful. Every, everything's great about it. So uh, looking, looking forward to it. We have, we have uh, something to find in cigar stores to look forward to. This early in the year, it's January. Yeah. Isn't it nice yeah. to have something to talk about? So uh, last week's Duran Question of the Week. What do you have, Barry? Well, it's time for the Question of the Week, brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference with the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba. Last week, we asked, how many cigars do you smoke a week on average? And the results are in. Dave, you and I... Over the top. Are way over the top because the number one answer is just two a week at 18%. Number two was people smoking eight to ten a week, and that came in at 17%. Rounding out the top three was five cigars per week. So you so and I smoking about less than one a, a day. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, uh, had a, uh, I went to see a doctor this week. Um, actually not because of my cold that I have, that I had a scheduled an appointment for a meet and greet with the doctor because I just can't he's, go regular. He's being interviewed by the doctor, Barry. Yes. It's one of those doctors. So we did talk about, yeah, if you have a, a cigar a day or something, it isn't bad. And I go, oh, I'm way past that. <laughs> I'm way past that. And he says, oh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And we got into the weight and we got into the whole thing. But it seems cool. I think uh, we'll accept each other. So I went to the doctors for my ear because I was having that hearing issue. I, I was interviewed by three different people, including the doctor. Yeah, I would tell you to do something, and you wouldn't do it. What? The hearing issue. Stop listening to what? Me. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was asked if I smoke by the two people that interviewed me going in. You know, you got the girl at the desk that's doing your paperwork. <coughs> she asks you a battery of questions. The nurse practitioner asks you a battery of questions. Yeah. And the doctor asks you the questions. Every single one, the first question was, do you smoke? And I said, yeah, I smoke cigars. What does that have to do with my hearing? I've got an earache, and, and I can't hear out of my left side. So I get into the dock, and he does the whole thing. I don't see any redness, not a blah, 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 no infection. And uh, you should probably consider stopping smoking. What the heck? Because hey. that's probably what's aggravating your ear. And I said, what I'm going to do when I get home is I'm going to smoke a cigar. When I get to work tomorrow, I'm doubling up until this thing goes away because I don't believe smoking is causing my hearing loss in my left ear. What is your problem? Part of the brainwashing of America starts with the misinformation from Yeah. Doctors. How did you should say why would you say such a thing? Why would you mislead your yeah. uh, customer yeah. who is me into thinking because you don't even believe that? I sent them a nasty email to that effect. So this week's question will come to you from our own David Garofalo and we want to know where you smoke the majority of your two cigars a week. And you, as always, you can vote on thecigarauthority.com, just below the Duran Cigar advertisement. And when the question is asked, what are you smoking, the answer should be the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba. Duran Cigars, experience the difference. So Barry always has to give credit to 
whatever it is. As a blogger for years, he actually has to go to credit that I gave him some questions and stuff to help him along the way as he's putting questions together, and he has to say this is, comes from – you don't have to do that. No, but I want to – you know, you, you, you deserve do. the spotlight. It's a great question. You gave it to us. <clears throat> I want to know Last the answer. Last week came from Sean Rogers. He yeah. wanted to know how many people smoked, you know, how many cigars was average. Great question. I will always do the debonair thing and give credit where credit is due. I will give credit also when I don't know how well it's going to go. If it's a really good question, <laughs> I'm going to take it as my own. <laughs> I've, I've been in meetings with Dave yes. where I've, I've come up with something, and I'm like, I think this is a good idea, and I lay it all out, and he's like, wow, that's really good. And I go, and you can see the look on his face, and I say out loud, so it's so good, this is going to be your idea, isn't it? And he goes, it's that good. Yeah, It's that <laughs> <That's> good. It. <laughs> uh, okay, so our thoughts on La Galleria. La Galleria. Say it again. Galera. La Galera. La Galera. La Galera. La Galera. You think so? I think so. La Galera. It's, it's awesome. It really is awesome. This, and, and we're talking about this is not even hit the road yet or something. Yeah. It, it's been aged. Everything's already good. It's ready to roll. So uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, the magazines rate cigars. But who rates the cigar magazines? I did, and lots of people had lots to say about it. I've never spoke to him, but he wants to be heard, and of course, we're going to open it up to him. He's the editor-in-chief of Cigar Journal magazine. I've never spoke to him before, never seen him, but he wants to come on the show. I'm a little scared, to be honest with you. Uh, We're going to have uh, Reinhold in minutes coming back to us all the way from Australia. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Austria. Austria? Australia? He's from Austria. Same thing. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. 
Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage... May we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in. And then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. And we are back, live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast almost six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. I criticized the criticizers, and you guessed it. I got criticized. Well, I thought I was not only kind to Cigar Journal, but I gave them the top rating. But their editor-in-chief asked to be heard. So we're bringing them on for the first time ever. Uh, well, please welcome Reinhold Widmayer. Reinhold, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? I can. I hear you loud and clear. Beautiful. Um, so uh, I've actually never met you. It's, it's an honor to finally talk to you. Um, and we've been in the same place at the same time, but we actually never got to uh, meet each other. Well, uh, I'm not so sure about that. First of all, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's an honor. For me, I think we actually met at one of the IPCPR shows on the hallways. Uh, someone introduced uh, you to me or me to you, and uh, we, we did talk for, you know, very briefly. Oh, okay. Uh, you might not remember, but, uh, um, but uh, yeah, other than that, we never had a serious discussion on anything. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I just wanted to say that I, I'm really 
glad, happy that you uh, did the rating on the on the cigar press. Um, of course, you know, since we got the best rating, you know, it's yeah. easy for me to say thank you. Uh, but I wanted to point out that, um, and you made it very clear in your editorial. Uh, it's it's a, it's a, a personal opinion that you gave. Absolutely. And 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 therefore, it's always right. <laughs> exactly the right thing. And uh, I've printed it out uh, actually. And what you said is so important. I guess who you are and what you are looking for will dictate which one appeals to you the most. That's exactly what it is, Absolutely. and that's what it, it's all about. You are a cigar geek. You are more, you know, tended to like our magazine. Thank you very much. But you're looking for information. You're looking for, um, uh, you know, in-depth coverage. Others don't do that. Uh, I know a lot of people who don't even take a look in a cigar magazine, and they're, you know, big cigar smokers. Yeah. I, I always want to learn something. And 31 years in retail and, and smoking even before the 31 years and uh, loving cigars, there's never a time that you're not able to learn something. And uh, wherever I go, whatever I do, I take trips around. Uh, I want to learn something, whether it's history or what, whatever it is. And when I open a magazine, I just don't want to read fluff uh, or just read ratings uh, and look at pictures. I actually want to come out of it after spending an hour or two uh, looking through it is learning something. And I'll say I get something every single time out of there after all these years. So thank you. Thank you for understanding. I didn't know where this was going to go. Uh, I, I uh, heard from everybody. Um, and it wasn't good. A lot well, of people let, took different. Let me, yeah. let me add one thing. I mean, there is a place for for. For everybody, I, I really want to congratulate uh, all our competitors, uh, all the other magazines, for doing what they're what they're doing. You also said in your comment that, uh, after all, uh, any press is good press, uh, and if they talk about this, uh, it's all good publicity. That's what it is. Uh, we are just uh, targeting different uh, groups and different readers. Uh, I'm glad you are with us, but others don't like to be educated all the time. They want to have, you know, fun. They want to be entertained, uh, which is totally okay. Yeah, I mean, there's something, something for everybody, and, um, you know, it, it just fits, fits me better as I look at it. Uh, even, you know, when I got into the covers of it, looking at it and how one um, kind of uh, holds, you know, I, I, when I have your magazine out there, it kind of holds our head high that we're in the cigar business. Where other ones uh, sitting on the shelf, it kind of, you know, I, I kind of look down to it a little personally uh, that it's there. And this is not who my particular retail cigar shop is about. Um, you know, I try, I was so happy when uh, Cigar Aficionado first came out. And it was a classy publication, uh, looked nice, good paper, everything was good. And it kind of put, set the tone to this, what this industry is, because some people looked at it as a pawn, as kind of a dirty industry, uh, even in the cigar shop business. I remember trying to uh, rent a store before, and they said, oh, a smoke shop, you guys must be a bookie joint, and the guy actually wouldn't rent the store to me. Cigar Aficionado comes out, and everybody looks at cigars differently. The next thing you know, I was being asked to speak to groups of people uh, about cigars as opposed to uh, we were a bookie joint and something was wrong that was going in there, uh, kind of like setting the tone to what it is. And some of these people are now setting the tone in a different way. Listen, as a retailer, 
I want those customers also that are uh, maybe more hip or whatever it is, a younger audience. Um, th- that's not what I see in Cigar Journal. And I'm, I'm not a young guy myself either, but there's something there for me. So, uh, again, uh, thank you for what you do because th- th- this is what I like to, to read myself. So we're, uh, we're speaking with the editor-in-chief of Cigar Journal, Reinhold Widmeyer. Uh, you are the editor-in-chief. What does that mean? Well, uh, just like Dave with uh, your crew, I have to discipline my crew. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, I'm the one who takes all the responsibility uh, and who gets criticized, just like you, Dave. Yes. Uh, and when editorials happen, like you did two weeks ago, I have to praise the others. Uh, so I guess the job is like a tamer, you could compare nice. it to. So do you, um, do you make it so that whatever anybody writes has to go through you, um, you know, where I see editor, uh, an editor to, to my thought is you're going to see if something's written wrong or something, and this is not going to be allowed to go in? Are you, are you making those decisions? Uh, well, uh, in a way, <clears throat> I, I don't, uh, w- what I do is I, I plan ahead. I, you know, I, I design a magazine in the way that uh, I say, okay, we're going to need to uh, cover this uh, area and that topic and this topic and that topic. When the texts come in, I go over the texts that's right, and I look for um, facts that are probably wrong and, and correct those, or I discuss it with the writer, uh, or uh, different phrases that might not... Uh, uh, be correct, uh, but other than that, no. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a, an authority that uh, that says, okay, this is this is not something we can say, or this is what we should say. No, no. Reinhold, how much difficult is it to do a magazine that's you know for Europe and for North America? Because to me, it's two different cultures, even though we share the same passions. Uh, that is a very good question. It is actually uh, pretty hard. Um, <clears throat> and I've, I've uh, noticed that uh, a lot of times when we write about uh, particular things in, that happen in Germany, in the Czech Republic, in Poland, in Australia, um, guys in America would say, what do I care? Uh, but the point is, we want to be a worldwide magazine. We are sold in 50-plus countries. Uh, we do want to... Uh, also put an emphasis on, on uh, you guys knowing what's going on in other parts of the world. Uh, and, uh, but it is very difficult, and that's the reason why we are now splitting uh, up into two editions. We, have, uh, we were printing already in Europe and in the U.S. for quite some time, but we now change the two editions that are printed in those different continents. Uh, the, the one that is printed in, the, in Europe it's going to stay the same with English and German languages. It's a bilingual magazine. And for the U.S., we're printing uh, in English and Spanish for the future, starting with the next issue. And, uh, and that allows us to uh, change a little bit the content, not in general, but here is a little article that's more geared towards Europe, and here is an article that's more geared towards the U.S. or South America, whatever. So we're going to split that up a little bit. To make that easier. That's exactly what, what your question was, right, Terry? 100%. So yeah. how many languages do you um, understand and read? Personally, yeah. two. German and English. Okay. Uh, but we do. We just hired a, a bunch of uh, translators, proofreaders, lecturers, uh, uh, and, and contributors, writers, 
that will write in, in Spanish or will translate into Spanish from any other language. Because the articles we get uh, from our contributors are either in French or in German or in English or in Spanish. Yeah. So are you the owner of Cigar Journal? The actual owner is the bank. <laughs> As always, me too. Me too. <laughs> no, there's a group of friends, and they all like cigars, and they consider it a hobby. I'm the only one who makes a living out of it. Okay. So, yeah. Now, uh, the question that I have, and when you pick up any magazine that rates cigars, how, you, to be politically correct here, you want to make sure that what you're reading is accurate. How does Cigar Journal rate its cigars? Uh, well, it's pretty easy. We have a panel of about 50 or so uh, members worldwide in the U.S., in Australia, in Europe, in, even, I think, in Africa. Um, and we send out a minimum of 15 uh, sticks each cigar that has to be rated by any of the panel members. Uh, and uh, when they get back at a certain deadline, uh, we do uh, the statistics that's what, that's what it is. We eliminate the worst and the best uh, uh, rating, and the rest is just the statistical media. Uh, so Dave's out. Media. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Uh, so do, are your raiders smoking only the cigars that they can buy in their own countries, or is it no. spread out? No, it's spread out. I mean, we send, <clears throat> sorry, we send uh, cigars uh, that are only available, available in the U.S., for instance, to Australia or to our panel members in Europe, they have no clue. I mean, Dave, you are on the panel. Yes. Thank, thank, thank you very much. Uh, you on the panel. You know that whatever we send to you, have, you have no clue what it is or what it could be. Uh, and I'll vouch, I'll vouch for that. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, and I sometimes try to, for my own sake, try to guess what it is, and I'm, I'm surprised a lot of times. You take the band off a cigar, it's a whole different cigar, and I take my job very serious when I when – I, uh, do it i actually uh cannot multitask um when, when i'm smoking those cigars i have to uh really pay attention to what it is it, it i looked at it at the beginning as uh i was so happy to do it and uh it's free cigars and i get to go this but i promise you it's a job and it's taken very serious he gets very grumpy yeah, yeah thank you thank you very much i know it's it's not easy do you buy all of the cigars that are being rated or are they supplied by the manufacturers they are supplied uh, just for the reason that either we cannot obtain them in a shop because we are not there, uh, it would be a lot more difficult. And plus, I mean, the, if you look at the money that we spend, would spend on cigars, it would be outrageous. They're, luckily, they are supplied. Uh, but again, our tasting panel members have no clue what they smoke. And how many, how many people are smoking the same cigar for a rating? If you're going to throw away the top and bottom, so you'd have to have a minimum of three, is it? Five? No, no. I just said we had we have a minimum of fifteen. That's the minimum. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I misunderstood. I thought it was fifteen cigars sent to each smoker. No, no, no. Fifteen different people. Different people. Most of the times it's a whole box. So twenty five, twenty four. One is for for the photographer to take a picture. Wow. Do you think that magazines like yours are more or less relevant to the cigar smoker than they were fifteen years ago, when you started? In general, cigar magazines in general, yeah, uh, I think they are more important now because just for the fact that there are so many more magazines, 
I, I think that people want to get into it, just like with the wine business or with uh, spirits or anything else. Uh, cigar magazines are niche products. I mean, it's a tiny, tiny little niche when you think about it. Uh, but those people like to be educated. And that's uh, what we try to um, satisfy. We, we try to be educational and uh, entertaining. And I think a lot more people nowadays uh, try to read cigar magazines just for their, for the sake that they know more about the product that you buy at you guys. I, I'll, I'll vouch for that once again because when I started in the cigar business, the consumer did not want to know blends. They didn't want to know uh, anything about the cigar. They they were pretty monogamous when it came to the cigar brand that they smoked. And the cigar magazines actually changed all that. People come in and are always looking for something they read about, uh, something was talked about in, in our sake of um, the radio show we do. They're interested in something they heard about. And this is all basically free advertising to different cigar brands as these things are talked about that not necessarily they bought an ad in your cigar magazine but you talked about that particular cigar and now uh it's driving somebody that that read something about whatever it was that then they maybe a taste profile or something that um got them curious enough to say geez i'd like to find that cigar somewhere you know what I find the most rewarding for ourselves, and and and, but also for everybody involved, uh, even the manufacturer, of course the manufacturers, but also you retailers, is when we uh, put a face to a cigar. That's what we try to do. We put a face to a cigar. We we write about the manufacturer, the brand owner, or the torcedor that does it, or the the guy in the field who who works the, the farm. So we put faces to cigars, and every cigar I think uh, tells a story. Uh, and, and we're just the media that does that. You, you are, yeah. So, Reinhold, you're, let's say you're, uh, you're at home. It's time to kick back and relax with a libation of choice. What is it that you like to smoke when it's time to relax? Um, <laughs> you want to uh, hear brand names? <laughs> sure. Listen, I, I, naturally, I do not have a favorite uh, country of origin or brand because there's so many good things out there, so many good cigars. It's just sheer unbelievable. Um, I, smoke, I smoke any cigar that comes into my hand, and, uh, and I like to judge it for myself, whether or not I would put it in my humidor or not. Um, I have a lot of cigars in my humidor that I regularly go back to. Uh, usually, it's um, not the strongest cigars, but the, ah. the, the ones with the most flavor. Uh, I'm looking for flavors, aromas, uh, just cigars that are interesting and that make me, you know, wow, happy uh, that I have him right now. Do you have a size profile that you like? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I would say anything uh, in between uh, a Lancero and a big Robusto. Uh, 54 is about my limit. Over that, uh, I really feel uncomfortable to smoke that cigar. Uh, lengthwise, it just depends on, on uh, how much time I have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, do, you, do you prefer Cuban cigars other than others, or it doesn't doesn't matter if you're looking for flavor? That's all there is. It uh, Cuban cigar. I smoke Cuban cigars uh, regularly. Um, I like them personally. Um, the, the only thing I might say about Cuban cigars is what I find a little um, disappointing in the past years is that the characteristics for some brands are getting diffuse a little bit 
a part of us for me personally is not always what I used to uh, have in mind uh, or, or Monte Cristo is not always typical to the Monte Cristo range what I have you know uh, burned into my into my brain so but they're wonderful great cigars I, I tend to like the smaller brands uh, now better than than uh, the global brands like uh, Bolivar, Ramon Ayones, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, we're seeing that in the United States too. With smaller brands that are taking their time and not mass producing, it, it goes for uh, everything, foods, everything uh, tends right. to be like that. They have time to to um, uh, slow down and um, you know not try to meet meet the market demand of something. Um, so I'm looking at before I had you on, I looked on your website. And I see uh, a lot of changes that's happening there. You, you guys, it seems, are getting uh, a presence there, online presence of showing uh, uh, up-to-date stuff. Uh, we certainly do. We did it before, before we relaun- relaunched the, the website. Uh, but now it's more obvious because the, the website that we have now is much more uh, open. It's not a, a one-way street before, when you when you hit to a certain news piece, you were stuck. You couldn't. You only could get back. Now there are more suggestions on on, on similar topics that you wanna uh, that you might wanna read. So yes, uh, the relaunch of our website was an essential thing, and we see already uh, numbers and, and users going up, uh, which is great. We do have every day, almost every day, uh, news bits. Uh, on the cigar industry, on uh, new cigars, on events, uh, and so forth. And everything in uh, now, right now, two languages, German and English. Yeah. So how does somebody get to your website? What's the website address? The website address is www.cigarjournal.co. No M. C-O stands for Colombia. Um, for the simple reason that dot .com was already taken and the guy wants to take it. Ah, no kidding. <laughs> so, Somebody's sitting there and a little pirate yeah, going on there. in Las Vegas is sitting on there. Oh, no kidding. Okay. All right, Barry, you must have some questions. You know, the thing that was most interesting to me was the difference of, of countries. Do, do the Europeans have an interest in the American ratings? Has the cigars that are available here domestic, domestically, Dominican Republic and Nicaragua, Honduras, have they grown in popularity over in Europe? Also, a very interesting question. Um, it did not. Uh, it was not the case a few years ago. But luckily enough, uh, there are more retailers, importers, distributors in Europe uh, that have uh, that now uh, put more attention to what's happening in the U.S. market because they say, "Well, there are so many good cigars out there in the U.S. Uh, it would be a pity if our consumers would not be able to obtain those." So. Uh, a lot of, uh, and Dave, you must have uh, seen that and experienced that uh, at the IPCPR, a lot of European distributors now visit the IPCPR and they go to the different manufacturers and they actually import those cigars on a small scale maybe uh, in different countries, but they do. So now uh, brands are available that have not been seen in Europe uh, five or ten years ago. And we have in Europe, Germany, Switzerland, France, uh, UK, Austria, we now have probably 1,200 different brands wow. on the shelf. Well, also I see, as I'm going through your magazine, I'll see old brands that used to be U.S. brands that I haven't seen in years and years, and they're having life somewhere else, um, and some brands that have never made it to the United States, 
And, geez, what is that? I never even heard of it. We see Fleur de Silva, for instance, that I've been reading in your magazines for years and years, and then all of a sudden makes its way to the United States finally. Uh, which is uh, probably one of the uh, benefits that we might give to a manufacturer, especially with Fleur de Silva. Fleur de Silva is a beautiful cigar. I don't know if you have any, if you had any before, but uh, Maya Selva, the, the lady who, who produces the brand, uh, she's a Parisian, uh, France, French, and uh, Honduran origin, uh, and she produces beautiful cigars. And finally, after years and years being present in our magazine, she makes it to the U.S. market. It's a huge step for a small European uh, manufacturer, and I'm glad you did. So, um, so our listeners understand that U.S. is the, is the volume of cigars, right? Some of these countries are very, very small. With the whole industry, I mean, we're only 300 million cigars here in the United States anyway, but some of these countries are very, very small of production numbers that go to those countries, right? Uh, that's exactly right. I mean, you, you are dealing, uh, when you look at the EU, for instance, which is not all, all of Europe, but the EU itself, 28 countries, very tiny smart, uh, markets. Uh, Austria has a volume of uh, probably not even a million premium cigars. Uh, Slovak Republic, probably 400,000. Um, Hungary, probably 150. Uh, thousand premium cigars a year. Wow. So it's it's tiny, tiny little markets. But when you add up all these markets, it might be interesting for a U.S. Uh, manufacturer to say, well, all in all, it's probably a market of, uh, I don't know, a hundred million altogether. So I want to have my share. And that's why they're interested to come into Europe uh, and, and, and engage into the, these markets, even though it's very hard. So, and I've, I've, I've heard an interview with uh, Jorge Padron, who told you that he's now in 70 plus countries. And, and he told you that each single tiny market is something that you have to deal with separately. Yes. So it's yeah. a lot of work to end up, to end up doing that. Yeah. Who do you see as the, as the rising cigar country that um, you think has some legs and is going to build, uh, build up growing? Uh, well, I just came back last week from the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival, mm-hmm. and it's definitely Nicaragua, as we all know. Well, as, uh, as Nicar- far as a manufacturer, but a country of, I don't think there's a lot of Nicaraguans smoking cigars, or do you think there is? No, there is not. Yeah. I, I thought you were meaning from the manufacturer's side. Yeah, no, but uh, a country I'm that is, is a growing. I, I just looked at numbers of, of U.S. the past two years in a row. The United States seemed to drop off slightly um, of sales that happen in the United States on cigars. Not dramatically at all, but small couple of years in a row of uh, dropping sales. Uh, is that going somewhere else? Is, For instance, China. You have billions of people over there. Are they uh, a monster growing? Russia. I mean, where is um, the growth of the cigar industry? Okay. Well, let me tell you, um, uh, this, this, what, what is true for the U.S. is also true for Europe. The, in, in total, the sales are declining a little bit, but there are certain markets that evolve. Uh, like right now, the, the Baltic countries, the northern countries in Europe, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, uh, Lithuania, uh, and so forth, they are really thriving. I mean, you see a lot of growth there, uh, whereas in Germany, Switzerland, France, uh, UK, there might be a little uh, uh, decline of, of sales. Uh, when it comes to Asia, Asia is, a, of course, uh, uh, a market of hope for a lot of people, but starting from a very small uh, base amount of uh, base. Yeah, yes, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but it, the growth, the growth might be double digit, but from a very small base. Yeah, and and that a lot of that comes from, and, and I think in the United States, it's not that we don't want to smoke more cigars, but the laws are prohibiting that that that's happening. Um, that there's less places that you can smoke. They've changed the smoking age from 18 to 21 in a lot of places. So it's squeezing us, squeezing us in, in different directions, and then add to that taxation that's happening in a lot of states in a bad way. And we see that in countries. Uh, Australia, for instance, um, I, I guess it's over 100% uh, in Australia right now as a tax, or maybe 200%, um, you know, and, and that's got to be taken effect. Oh, yeah. I mean, Australia is a good uh, example. I mean, the, the, the sales have gone up. Usually, I know a lot of people in, in Australia, and they now buy their cigars from Hong Kong because they don't like the plain packaging that is offered in, in Australia. Um, and but, but, yeah, people adapt. Uh, but there are countries that are really going the, you know, a way that is that makes it very difficult. New Zealand, Australia, for instance. Yeah. So you the same in, is true for Europe. You live in Austria. I, I do live in Austria. Okay, yes. and that's where you're calling from now. Yes, exactly. I see, I'm like uh, eight o'clock at night now, right? We have about six, I, seven hours. Uh, it's seven o'clock at night. Yeah. So uh, dramatic difference in, in time that's there. How about the taxation that happens there? Well, taxation uh, has been uh, a problem for the past years. Now everything is pretty much settled. Uh, the next big thing is uh, TPD2, which is similar to the, your FDA. Oh, really? Uh, threat. Yes. Uh, it's going to take effect in May. Uh, and each, thing, each uh, little European uh, member state has the right to uh, act within a certain bandwidth. So we'll see uh, some countries will take it really serious, seriously. Other countries will be more lenient. Uh, Austria just passed the law uh, that within three, then uh, after three years from now, uh, smoking will be totally banned from any public place. No restaurant, no bar, no nothing. Uh, Unbelievable. Makes it tough. Okay, my last question for you. As the editor of Cigar Journal, if I was to pass that editorial into you, uh, what was wrong with the article, and how would you edit it what I wrote? Um, actually, as I started, uh, I've read it again and again, and I think uh, it's well written. Uh, you are a talented writer. Oh, probably, no, it's not Probably true. better than the reader, one of your colleagues. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, you're being, you're no, being kind. I'm anything. looking for uh, constructive criticism here. <laughs> I would not change anything for the sheer fact that you gave your personal opinion and you made it clear. It's your personal opinion. Just by putting uh, the word editorial on it, right? Says this is my opinion. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it's very legit, legitimate. Uh, and again, what I, the only thing I want to add is that I want to give credit to all the cigar magazines out there because they're all targeting different groups and different readers, types sure. of readers. Not everybody is a geek like you and me. Yes. Uh, other people want to be more entertained than to say, I don't give a hoot about what's, you know, who produces this cigar. I just like it. That's it. Yeah. It, it's all good for the industry and, and exactly. uh, rising tides raise all ships and it's, it's all good for our industry, right? Exactly. That's what it is. All right, yeah. Reinhold. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, I look forward to uh, bumping into you. Are you going to the Habanos Festival? Uh, not Habanos. I'm a week before. I'm going to be at Corsicar. I don't know if you're going to be there. I will not. Uh, I will not. Uh, so while uh, so maybe we, IPCPR we, or something, we we have to have a cigar together. I would love to. Okay. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Anytime. Thank, thank you. That's thank you. that's Reinhold. Uh, 
Wid Mayer from uh, Cigar Journal. He's the editor-in-chief, and um, uh, great to finally talk to him. Uh, when we come back, in a world fill, filled with acquisitions, this may be the all-time record for the fastest acquisition ever. It's the rise and fall of Kilo Cigars. Plus, mailbag mania. we got lots in the mailbag. That coming up. Uh, some good, some bad. Uh, we're live here from Two Guys Smoke Shop. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the past hour and you happen to be smoking your La Galera, not. Connecticut or Habano, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Dan Bay. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> Well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! 
Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. Do it. And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. It was our own Barry Stein who brought to market Kilo, a cigar he had been working on for years. The question is, could he be bought? Hell yeah, everybody has their price, and Barry bit, so it is the end of Kilo Cigars. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with Tommy Grella. Tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube, iTunes, or Podbean, where you can set it and forget it. And by back by popular demand, we got an email uh, that we read last week that says you got to bring back Tommy Grella. And who walks in the door today? Tommy Grella, who was with us, part of the team for the first couple of years. It's so fun to be back on the stage. <laughs> yeah? I love being here. I miss being here. I got to give a shout out to Rudy, who, who said to be here. And, yes. And Dale, thank you very much for sending me the uh, friend requests on Facebook. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm psyched to be here, and uh, we'll see if Dave lets me back on. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, he, uh, so what ended up happening to Tommy Greller? He starts with us from day one, and he would bring his flair and love of cigars into it. And food sometimes. And always bringing food with him when Snacks. he came. Yeah. Snacks. Which is a, a, became, uh, definitely a missing part. A little light today. No, all right, all right. I'll, I'll fix that for next time. Is not this a, a wide-angle lens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I and I, so. I, I wasn't making a fat joke there. Just, it's so, okay. So Tommy's been a cigar smoker, a, a fan of cigars for years and years. 20-plus years now. Yep. And, uh, you know, been to these countries and, and went to things that I never even went to. And um, he um, all of a sudden he, he does a uh, TV reality show on the um, the Food Network, yep. uh, the next Food Network star, and uh, decides to get into the restaurant business after that. He was a, in the financial planning business. That's right. And um, the thought that this restaurant was going to take way too much of your time, which it certainly it has, did. right? It <laughs> absolutely <laughs> has. Yeah. So uh, still going. It is Prelude. Tell us a little about Prelude. Prelude's a small restaurant, 52 seats. Um, we We – Cater to foodies. We concentrate on the quality of the ingredients and technique. So, you know, that's what we do. So, Methuen, Massachusetts, if you're ever in the area uh, and you want to, uh, when, when I have usually uh, one of the cigar celebrities comes into town or something and we need to yeah. go out to dinner, that's uh, the go-to place for us. Yeah, we've had uh, Nick there. We've had uh, Perdomo, that is. Yeah. We've had uh, the new, uh, Mr. Newman there. Yes. Recently. Avo. We had Avo there. Uh, and Rudy, Rudy came down and visited yes, he me. Did, He's a yeah. celebrity in his own right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'll tell you, you guys make the best hot and dirty martini on the planet. Ghost peppers. There it is. Ghost peppers. That's the trick. You yeah. got to use ghost peppers in the in the in the hot sauce. I made I made the mistake of eating one of those bad Larrys. And, yeah. Uh, Woo! And we stuffed the olives with some of the ghost chili as well. Yeah. So, so it's quite spicy. So uh, we're gonna uh, light the cigar. You, we have one for you. Uh, we have one. Yeah, for me. yes, we do. we do have one for me. Okay, when I tell you we're, we're, we're gonna, uh, we have them today, and they're gonna run out, and I'll explain that in minutes. But right now, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we'll give that excellence. a cut. And uh, what are we using here for a lighter, Mr. J? We are using the Vertigo Glock. It's fourteen ninety nine. It features the patented big-ass tank. It's a triple-jet beauty that also has the other patented thing that Vertigo is known for, the big-ass adjustment wheel at the bottom. So this is... Yeah, uh, go first, Tommy G. Oh, you're, you're the man. What this, a gentleman. This got to be uh, $59? $14.99. $14.99, flame lighter, uh, fully adjustable, refillable, $14.99. Wow, that's an expensive. That's really cheap. You know what I like about this lighter? You know when you're wearing a pair of jeans and you got that pocket within the pocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it fits. fits right it, in. It fits. This would fit right into that pocket. That's true. Yeah, it's kind of slim. Yeah. It's big, but it's slim. So, awesome. They, they make great, great lighters. See, wow. Bo, has, Bo has cut my color commentary in half. I had so many places I could go with that little pocket inside the pocket, and I'm not doing it because I'm trying to lay off the fat jokes. There we go. <laughs> what are you, you going to lay off the fat jokes for? You finally get me back, and you're going to lay off the fat jokes? <laughs> Listen, we're, we're, we got a complaint. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but you, it's potty time now. Are you kidding me? There's <laughs> the low-hanging fruit in the building, folks. <laughs> and it's because, now, see, I can't. I'm going to try not to. There we go. So, Barry, tell us about Kilo. <clears throat> All right. So, this cigar features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over a Nicaraguan binder, and it has three different types of Lajero in the filler. The filler is 100% Lajero for a kick. Um, the Robusto that was spoken today, I like to describe as straight on. It'll punch you in the face from the second you light it up, where the Toro will slowly work its way up and then sucker punch you at the end. It's a full-bodied cigar. Uh, I'll tell you, the, the manufacturer? They're made by uh, Noel Rojas from uh, Guayacan in Esteli, Nicaragua. Great cigars. Mm. We don't carry anything else by him, but we're going to have to. Because this is a sensational cigar, but your phone rang one day. So tell us what is happening to Kilo. All right. So my lawyer contacted me and let me know that there was a vape company called Kilo, and he asked me what I wanted to do with it. Well, I told him, send the cease and desist, but if they're interested in purchasing the trademark, let's see what happens. And you got, without saying how much it was, you got a substantial amount of money to... Instead of going to battle in court and fight right. over this and spending money, right. you decided to take the smart route because it's a kind of a new brand. Although it's been your baby for this long. For a long time. Yeah. But I think the most important fact of the whole transaction and the whole sale of Kilo was when the offer was made, I came to you and I said, you know, this is what it's going to be. Let's split this. And you words to me, and I'll never forget this, were... Use it for your wedding and your honeymoon. Wow. I sell this cigar. You make the money on the, ch- the trademark. Chaz. So Chaz. on behalf of Heidi, I thank you very much. No, no, no problem. No. Well, that's, that's, you know what? He can't say this, but that really is as classy as Dave always is. Always. Yep. I, could, I could come up with 100 stories myself because we've been friends for nearly 20 years, and that's just how Dave is. So anyway, uh, you you have uh, you're going to get married now, and you have the money for the wedding. You have the money for the honeymoon, which is going to be a cruise that you're inviting everybody to. Uh, yeah, we're going to go down to Miami for a week alone. That'll be our official honeymoon. But then the week after, we're going to go on a cruise, and it's on my Facebook page. We're going to throw it out there. Anybody that wants to join us, uh, we want to turn the cruise into a giant party, a giant celebration. Nice. And, uh, if you're interested in going, just look it up on Facebook. Send me a uh, message, and I'll put you in touch with the uh, travel agent, 
And hopefully we could all get together at the same table every night, enjoy dinner together. Isn't that nice? And celebrate. So uh, we got uh, flavor profile on this is a little bit of spice, maybe from a cayenne pepper with uh, steamed spinach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've been gone for a while. (laughs) Oh, my word. Is this how low we've gotten? Oh, yeah. We got lower than this. Take another puff on that and tell me if that's not what you get. I'll tell you, I definitely got the spice right up front. I definitely got the fact that I could have told you this was a triple hero, all a hero filler right yeah. from the get go. Yeah, right? no joke. And, yep. and uh, you know, is it okay? I'm going to be critical. This is my job. Here right? we go. This is my job. I love the size. I love that we didn't go to a ring gauge that's retarded. I'm sick and tired of getting these 60s that I can't get my lips around. You despite what they heard, despite what yeah. they've heard, <laughs> yeah, despite what they heard. <laughs> no, I like the sp- fact that it's not too big. I think that aids i know it aids in it burning a little bit hotter therefore getting a little bit more strength out of it which honestly you don't need it's got plenty of strength as is but i'm going to be critical and say i wish it had something in addition to lajero to make it a little bit more less let's say less one-dimensional it's it's a little it's it's all lajero to me that's that's my two cents. Well, the cigar but was it's built on strength it was built to be strong. and that's what it is yep. if you want a strong cigar to get you and and fill you, um, you know, fill your need for tobacco quickly. This is going to do it. When oh, it's happening right it, away. When you're done smoking this, you don't need another stick. Yeah, that's how that's how I get with, with full of body cigars. There are two sizes on this. This this is the robusto we're smoking. That's correct. And then there's the Toro, which is six by fifty-two. And believe it or not, that two ring gauge thing actually calms it down a bit. It yes, does. the Toro is a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Same blend, 100% yeah. the same blend. And, I, and I've smoked too many of these. You know, I've gone through probably 40, 50 of these really? cigars myself, only because he did it, and I, and I went through the early stages of it, and then as it, as it came in, I did it again, and then as it sits for a while, I want to try it again, and here it is. But I'm probably on my last kilo ever. And I say that because I'm going to make an offer. And we don't do this on the Cigar Authority ever, but this is the end of it. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we're actually going to pitch a sale to you of our listeners in case they want to buy this cigar. And this is going to last, I would say, and I know the majority of our listeners listen on the podcast. So uh, if you're hearing the podcast at a later date, jump on it quick because I don't think it makes, makes it the week. I don't think so. So there's going to be a coupon code that you're going to have to use to go. You're going to have to go to twoguyscigars.com. Correct. Okay, the number twoguyscigars.com. Go on there, and on the drop-down box, you're going to find kilo cigars. You're going to see two sizes, um, and the single's available. If you want to buy a single, you get no deal on the single at all. If you're going to buy the box of cigars, this is going to be incredible, folks, and this is why it's going to go fast. I'm looking to peel it off like a Band-Aid. <laughs> I mean, we bought these cigars. We put some marketing into it. We, we did uh, some work. Let's just end it so we can move on and concentrate on something else. So the deal is going to be you're going to buy a box of either the Robusto or the Toro, Correct. and you're going to get a box of Robusto for free. Yes. Okay. Wow. It, it's unbelievable, and it's going to go fast. And how much are they a box? They are one fifty nine and one seventy nine, one fifty nine ninety nine and one seventy eight ninety nine. Uh, and twenty twenty to a box, twenty four. Twenty to a box. Wow. So, so buy bo- one get one. Bogo. 
There we go. 40 cigars for... You buy the Toro, we're giving you the Robusto. You buy the Robusto, we're giving you the Robusto. At the end, if we have Toros and we don't have Robustos, you buy the Toro, you're going to get the the Toro also, if that's the way it goes. Don't wait that long. But don't... Yeah. Yeah. Don't hang on to something because it's going to go quick. There's there's a couple hundred boxes. I'd say they go really, really quick. So if you're interested, twoguyscigars.com, drop-down box, find Kilo, buy it. We're just going to... Get it gone, yeah, and it's going to be over. Did so. you give the coupon code? The coupon code is Kilo R-I-P. All is one word. K-I-L-O-R-I-P. Rest in peace. Yes. Kilo Rest R-I-P. One word. I'll tell yeah. you, it's, it's very well filled. But yeah, it's packed, very, very well constructed. It's and packed. you had a good draw, right? Yeah, it's, it's got a great draw, and, um, and it's, it, it's slightly oily on the outside. You can see the oil coming through the wrapper. This is very, very well made. Who's That's making this? Noel Rojas from Guayacan Cigars. It's a small factory in Nicaragua. And this he was one of the first friends made. I made when I moved to Miami. Yeah, we're going to have to find a brand that he makes, or we're going to have to make something else with him right. uh, or do something. Oh, don't let him go. Yeah, absolutely. This, yeah. Is, this, this is a really well-made cigar. I mean, you know. Yeah. This is, this is no joke. Yeah, absolutely. Lajero burns difficult. It burns slow. And as you can tell, the cigar is burning even. Yeah, yeah. It's not having so, any burn problems yeah. at all. But in, 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 uh, in the same aspect of if we have something made or we choose something from Noel, um, I would say, like Tommy said, we've got to find something a little calmer um, that can handle lots more people as opposed to this. I'm dying to do a Connecticut Nicaraguan. Just, just saying. Uh, well, it's, I'd be so happy to see that. Barry, in all due respects, to produce something for you, and then you sell out after all the work <laughs> that ends up happening. You are officially a sellout at this yes, point. Yeah, you realize you are. That. He's a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's a sellout. So, uh, but there wanna, it is. I want to go on the cruise. I got to see if I can make. I got my speedo, you know. Yeah. I mean, can, this is. I, I got a pink speedo. Oh, that. Yeah, now, this. Uh, this you look like you got buckwheat in a leg lock? Yes, I do. Oh, oh geez, that's great. <laughs> I miss him. That's great. I miss, I miss him. him terribly. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> so, we do have a segment. After we say things like that, we have a segment that comes on because usually Chuck Morrison is here and we try to bring a little class, a little, a little more you debonair. Need a gentleman? Sorry about that. That's all right. Hit it. I jumped the gun. <laughs> Let me get it back to the beginning, and here we go. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by... Debonair Cigars and Rum, Debonair Cigars, provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. John Wayne said it best, you've got to be a man first before you can become a gentleman. Gentlemanliness presupposes manliness. A gentleman is a manly man with polish. The respect given a gentleman is thus premised on constraint. The highest praise that one can give a man is that he is capable of doing harm, but he chooses not to. For example, if an awkward man who goes about his life very quietly and privately stays faithful to his wife for 50 years, we think it's nice and praiseworthy. (coughs) But if, say, an athlete or celebrity or prime minister 
who will have ample temptations to stray, exhibits that same level of loyalty, we are quadruply impressed. In the first case, the man's goodness may have to do more with lack of opportunity than active restraint. In the latter case, we see clear evidence of the demonstration of energy and will. The man who could effectively exercise his baser and primal instincts, but instead chooses not to, is the one who wins our honor and respect. Remember, a true gentleman is a man who has the power and opportunity to do wrong, but instead chooses to do good. Be a beast, but always be a gentleman first. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? And there's gentleman Chuck Morrison. So um, I was in the Dominican Republic. I tried to hook up with uh, Phil Zangi that was down there, but he left to go to the Nicaraguan Festival when I went to the Dominican Republic. You see how I end up planning my trips. Everybody is going someplace, and I go the opposite place. <laughs> it's perfect. This is how I end up doing it. But he was going there, and I'm like, oh, I'm there. He goes, you know the N- Nicaraguan Festival. Why are you going to the Dominican Republic? Because everybody's going to Nicaragua. <laughs> That's why I'm going to the Dominican Republic, try to get some work done. So what do you got in the mailbag, Mr. J? Well, I got one in defense of Mr. G, I have to assume. That me. That's you. In defense of me. Because no, this uh, gentleman didn't know that Tommy was going to be on. Uh, it was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Frank writes, I have noticed a disturbing trend lately that people are attacked rather personally for comments and opinions in the press. This has even reared its head in cigar press, blogs, and web postings. It has been my privilege to be a customer of two guys' locations for some time, and I want to take this opportunity to thank Dave and speak on his behalf. Anyone who has met Dave and had the pleasure of smoking with him will tell you that he is a person with years of experience, yet is completely humble and genuine. This is a good one. Is there a but? I'm waiting for the but. Okay. (laughs) His stores have the feeling of enjoying a cigar with a friend uh, who is your host and cares about your experience. This is something that is a credit to him and how he conducts his business. Let's face it, all shops are not like that. I have a friend who has been a cigar retailer for 20 years and a competitor to two guys, And he said that when it comes to representing tobacconists in our state, they all feel that Dave is the best representative of cigar smokers and retailers. This is a business competition saying this about him. While you or I may not agree with the man on everything, I do not believe that he has any sort of personal axe to grind, but simply cares about this industry, his employees, and his customers. I have heard him say that he feels he is still learning things today even after 30-plus years in business. The Cigar Authority Show as a panel made up of people that have a wide range of experience in cigars, and they share this experience freely with no agenda. Thanks, Dave, for all you've done and continue doing uh, on behalf of cigar smokers. Wow, that was a good one. Tom, this doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) This is usually the opposite. We get lots and lots of hate email. This is the shock and awe face that I have right now. Yes. Well, look, I I walked in today. No one knew I was walking in. We had no discussion about what we are going to talk about. I've never tasted this cigar, and I just said exactly what I feel. That's it. No, look, believe what you want, but I'm going to give you my opinion. I know Dave's going to give you his opinion. That's it. And we're not going to hold back. I will give you your opinion. Are you going to, you're going to tell me yes, my opinion? Yes, I will give you your opinion and everybody else's opinion if they'll listen to it or whatever, but it, that's all it is. It's, it's an opinion show. It is an editorial. The entire show is an editorial of what we're doing because, yes, we have advertisers and things like that, but the difference is we buy our cigars. 
We buy more than any other retailer that's out there. We buy lots and lots of cigars. So they're making me pay for it. So I'm just going to tell you what I think of it. The good news is if I carry the brand, we carry the brand. Um, but it doesn't mean I like it. This cigar, Barry, is too strong for me. Yes. I told you day one. Day one. Well-made cigar. Tastes good. Everything good to it. It can't be a go-to cigar for me. It's just too full-bodied for me, and that's it. As I'm saying that, if you like full-bodied cigars, and we've had people do it before, that they say, Dave, what do you think of the cigar? I go, too full-bodied for me. I can't stand it. And they'll say, I'll take a box. <laughs> because they have a different taste profile right. than me. It's, I do, I'm, I'm the worst salesman, but sometimes I'm the best salesman because I tell you exactly what it is. You know, and, and if that's the way you go, I once, uh, Jonathan was with me. We went to one of the stores. There was a big snowstorm a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Drove down the store after the show because the show stopped at 2 o'clock or maybe at noon at that time. I don't Might even have been know. that early, yeah. And we drove down and we got the store opened. And I got a cigar, I'll leave nameless, and I lit the cigar up, and it was a big cigar, and when I got towards the middle of it, I put the cigar down, and there were some people in the store that I was sitting with. I went in the back room and actually threw up. (laughs) I waited back there for five, ten minutes for my bloodshot eyes to calm down a bit. I go back out, and I sit down, and everybody looks at me and goes, what the hell is the matter with you? The cat was out of the bag. And this cigar was sitting right there that I left right in front of me. And uh, they said, uh, what's the matter? And I said, I just got sick. The cigar was way too strong, and I actually threw up. Wow. Everybody, everybody, if there were four people sitting there, I think there was, got up and bought the cigar. (laughs) I said, I said, this was the worst sales pitch I ever did in my life. They actually bought the cigar, and they said, well, I like it, blah, 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 blah. Listen, I told you exactly what happened, and they actually bought the cigar, and it wasn't a low price. That is hilarious. Do we we still carry that cigar? We do. You're going to have to tell me after the show. I will, because you're interested in it now. Yes, I am. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? It's the weirdest thing. And, you know, I've been into marketing and promotion my whole life, and I go, this was the worst pitch ever. And it may, but you know what? It was sincere. You know what it is? I want to conquer what you were unable to. Maybe. That's, you know, that's true. I think yeah. that's true. That's the gentlemanly the, power thing, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's the uh, thing of... I can smoke and he can't. Dave can't smoke that, but yeah. I smoke four a day. Yeah, I can go, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So uh, what do we have? Do we have the new Labo Am commercial? Or are we... Not in typical Miami fashion. Next week is turning into next year. There we go. So should we just go to 05 Friday? Let's go. Okay. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, it's considered a potty foul to block another dude from talking to a girl he thinks is pretty. In my day, when you had too many chickens and wanted to halt the breeding process, you erected a cock blocker around the pen. Nowadays, there are all kinds of restrictions around owning livestock inside city limits. In my day, as long as your ass was your main ride, you could keep her tied up out back. Nowadays, finding relaxation by way of physical contact for hire can be done anywhere, including the airport. Just ask Dave. In my day, after a long, hard day in the field, your hands got really sore. Any massaging that got done, you either did it yourself or you went without. Yes, we were cock-blocking, ass-riding men who gave themselves hand jobs. Sometimes, 
Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. If only there was a way to house my cock with my ass instead of with the chickens, because I'm tired of building those blockers. So do you see why we lost the advertising? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do you see why we lost the advertiser? We didn't lose the advertiser. They just it did so well on the aging room that they want to try something with Labo Wem and, and boost that up a little bit. The yeah, ball's already rolling on aging. Telling room. yourself that. that is a precious commercial. And Freddie reading it in, in his monotone voice. That that's, that's just, I think I am. Who's yeah, your robot? Awesome. That's, that's a riot. That's old Fat Freddy. So you know him, you love him. We can't live without him. But uh, as soon as the Lobo M come, commercial comes uh, uh, comes in, old Fat Freddy goes away. We're not going to rush him, but um, it's going to it's going to be gone. So mailbag. All right. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Kevin writes, "So happy to hear Mr. Jonathan give his notice on the show today. What this was last week? Mm. Finally, the show will be listenable." Don't even get me started on the humidor section of the show. That used car salesman is someone is someone I would never buy from. This that's, is what we normally get. This that's is Kevin. The, Kevin. Well, Kevin. I thought I thought the uh, humidor thing was very informative. I, I, I thought, thought you so. did a great job. I thought so as I, well. And uh, we did. It's not even. You couldn't even. We didn't carry all those. I, I don't expect anyone's going to buy a Davidoff humidor. It's expensive, but you know what? You got to know the pros and cons of all of them. And wait, just wait, Kevin. Until you hear the lighter segment next week. There we go. That's what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to go deep, deep into the lighters. Right now, let's go deep into Kilo. What's our thoughts? We're about halfway done here. Tommy smokes faster than us. I had to switch off. And given uh Really? I, I had to switch off. I got to oh, be honest. Oh, you lightweight. Oh, wow. Well, you don't switch. want me running to the men's room doing a... It's too heavy, huh? It's too. I I can't do it. I can't do it right now. I, if I had a big meal in my stomach right now, I could smoke that thing. But yeah, it's been a solid three hours since breakfast, so that meal's gone. Uh, here we go. It's been a solid. You couldn't hour. hold yourself up, huh? You got to do it, Jonathan. It's low hanging fruit. You got to grab it. You got it. It's right there. Uh, Bo never mentioned making fun of Tommy, so it's fair game. Okay. When we come back, we got some crazy news from the asylum. The tweets of the week. And uh, lots more meal bags and the calendar and uh, lots more. So stick around, everybody. We'll be back in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf. Graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. 
Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at AVO.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except... It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. And we are back live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio, smoking the last of Kilo. If you want to do it, you know what to do. Well, some of us are uh, manly enough to smoke the last of Kilo, and, and some of I us bet, are not. And I bet you somebody that was considering buying it is really going to buy it now because um, our friend over here said, Meow. Can't do it. Oh, oh here we go. I, I simply said I was on an empty tummy. <laughs> And I couldn't do it just yet. I'm going to do it later. Because clearly your metabolism is so fast. You, oh, ate the, uh, you consumed God. all the food from an hour ago. <laughs> it's unbelievable with you. <laughs> Speaking on fat people's behalf everywhere, there is no way that tummy is empty. I'm, no? I, I, I swear to you, I ate breakfast around 930, and that was it. That was it. Got to have some And reserves. here it is, 130, you know, so... It's a long time has gone by. It's true. I mean, I missed second <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Second breakfast. Is brunch. Yeah. Premier lunch. I missed them all. <laughs> really? Okay, uh, so what's up in the cigar world needs a sponsor. What's up in the cigar world, Barry? It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World. Brought to you by We Need a Sponsor. What's up? 35 Nothing. Years old. Just listen to the show having a we need a sponsor cigar. What's up with you? Nothing. Listen to the show having a we need a sponsor here cigar. Amazing, amazing. So this week's cigar news saw the arrival of two cigars at twoguyscigars.com, and the first was the Arroyo CBT Maduro from CLE. The cigar features Capa Banda Tripa, also known as Wrapper Binder Filler, that is made up of all Maduro tobacco, creating a classic Maduro experience. Also new is the Nea F8 from Duran Cigars. The cigar features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers that contains extra Lajero for that something special. Do we get a sample of that? Yeah, we have them in stock. We, we have it? Okay. Yep. And uh, in industry news, Sam Lucia who moved to General Cigar following the sale of Tarano, has left General Cigar with his brands and will take on distribution himself. Boy, I had that in the crystal ball, <laughs> if that thing wasn't going to work out. Because they're not going to pay attention to it. Nah, it's a little brand lost. within there, yep. and he's not going to get the attention that he deserves, yep. and I'm sure wants, so uh, sorry to see that, but I think it's the right move for him. Jewish State and Swisher International have filled a new position with Nick Van Olden becoming the VP of Tobacco Procurement. Although a different name, the role is similar to that of Nick Melillo, who left in 2014 and released El Wawense earlier, uh, late last year. House of Emilio has rebranded itself as Boutiques United, and Pete Johnson has announced that, that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah. That might be a problem. Yes. <clears throat> wow. Looking in his crystal ball again. Uh, Boutiques United. Doesn't that sound like United Cigar? And bu- Boutique Blends. Yes. Oh, double whammy. Double whammy. Wow. Double cease and desist right there. So what do we do with that? Well, call a lawyer. 
Oh, I don't want to call a lawyer. You know you're listening, and you you know who we are. Come on. Do the right thing. Yeah. Okay. And, and Pete Johnson has announced the name for the next Monster Series. The cigar will be known as Kruger, but there are no details yet to the blend or size. New Jersey, Kentucky, and Nebraska have introduced bills that could raise taxes. And I thought he wasn't going to do. I thought he wasn't going to do limited releases this year. Well, just the monster. That's the only oh, one. That's okay. like a regular ongoing. Okay. He wasn't doing store specific. All right. Editions. Okay. So New Jersey, Kentucky, and Nebraska have introduced bills that could raise cigar taxes in their respective states. Details are on thecigarauthority.com. And lastly, Arnold Schwarzenegger this week proved that cigar smokers are amongst the most generous. The Terminator answered a call from a fan who had a dying wish to smoke one of Arnold's cigars from his collection, and he has fulfilled that wish. And an Austrian, an Austrian actor who is friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger will partake in smoking the cigars with the terminally ill patient. Wow. And that's this week's Cigar News. We had, a, we had a customer in the Seabrook store, uh, terminally, yeah. Ill, terminally ill, and wanted an Opus X before he died. And uh, we had to uh, actually get it from another customer because we had no Opus X at the time. And time was running out and got it for him. And uh, the guys over there sat with him and smoked a cigar with him. And uh, three weeks later, yep. he passed away. That was it. Oh, that's too bad. Yep, yep. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by We Need a Sponsor. You know what's up? We Need a Sponsor is what's up. We Need a Sponsor really bad. This is when we would be talking about your great cigar and how great it really is. What's up? In the Cigar World has been brought to you by We Need a Sponsor. Amazing. Amazing. See what we're doing here, Tommy? Oh, yeah. That's that's a play from 1982 in the Budweiser commercial. There we go. Which yeah. brings us to our next mailbag from Bill. Uh, Bill writes, could you please cancel your nauseating What's up? In exactly. the Cigar World yeah. segment. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. I on reiterate. the podcast. It failed for Anheuser-Busch, and you haven't found a sponsor it for it yet. It did not fail for Anheuser-Busch, no, let me not. tell you. It did not. It was overplayed. Yeah, which we love. And you just brought it back. There we go. You, you made it even worse. 30, you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're correct. Can I finish the mailbag? Go ahead. Sorry. You haven't found a sponsor for it yet. Thank God. And it's grating on my eardrums. Tell Barron's we will miss the kilo. Keep up the good work. Love the podcast and the care package. Hate Waza. <laughs> Waza. Bill. We well, Bill. Agree. What's we, up in the cigar world? What's up in the cigar world? We got, uh, we got a, an email from someone who has chose to uh, remain nameless. And we've got an idea that's coming up. So we're going to run with that. And it'll be less nauseating. You might have it will to... still be nauseating. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah, let me It's still going to be us. Yeah. But you, you, you may be uh, pleasantly surprised with, with gotta where that bills. segment's going. We've got to pay the do bills. We, do we have a, a second for me to, to, for me to say something? Yes. Oh, what, what, thank you very little. Not that, not that you were going to wait anyways. <laughs> no, no. I had no intention of that. Hey, listen. I, I'm, I was trying to book like a weekend, a couple of days to get away. Yeah. And you know, it's winter here in New England, right? It's cold. So... Of the questions, do you have an indoor pool, right? I want to get away for a couple days. Yeah. Do you have some place to enjoy a cigar? Yeah. You want to know the answer to that question? The answer is no. Nowhere. No, not not some place, not a three-hour drive, not, nothing. There is no place you can go anymore 
and, and they have, have a cigar lounge. I even called places that did have cigar lounges and now no longer have a cigar lounge Ugh. or smoking lounge, something. So can you find some place that nearby is a cigar lounge and you book your trip where across the street is yeah, a cigar I show? I mean, maybe, but then, you know, the cigar store has to be open at that particular time. I mean... You know, sometimes after dinner, a lot of those places are closed. You want to sit in the cigar lounge or lounge and, and smoke a cigar. So the government's told us how, how to live once again, all right? And we can't smoke, but they're going to let me get pneumonia yeah. instead. So a resort to have a cigar lounge would be a smart thing, you resort owners that are listening in, that you should put it there because, Barry, your, your choice of your honeymoon is based that you're allowed smoking. I'm On sure. the cruise aspect, the... The front pool, which is open to suite members during the day, you could smoke. And at night, where it's open to the public, becomes a big outdoor cigar or smoking area. And that's why you're going. That's and why is there I'm a going. cigar lounge inside the boat? On, or the boat on the boat I particularly chose does not have an inside smoking lounge, but that does not bother me because the majority of the smoking lounges on boats have the worst filtration system. Uh, well, see, I don't, like, I don't like smoking in the wind. You can't enjoy a cigar when it's too windy. You I would boat, argue. Boat's I w- moving, I, right? I would argue at your um, sizable girth that uh. you could potentially block your own wind <laughs> if you just turned your back to it. See, uh, you're, you're going there. Go. Throw you it. I, Cards I, and letters I, to I the promise, Cigar Authority. Contact I promise, us. Bo, I wouldn't pick on the two of you, but Tommy is fair game. <laughs> He's fair game right now. <laughs> well, I'm having problems smoking with all the hot <laughs> air working its way over to yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> so do you got the best tweets of the week brought to you by Recluse Cigars? Yes, I do. Okay. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw this week, and I'm a little nervous reading them with Mr. Critical Tommy Grella. No, don't do it. Don't be worried about him. Nope. Last night, I drank so much vodka, I woke up with a Russian accent. Here we go. I drive safer when there's food on my passenger seat than when there's an actual person sitting there. Me too. <laughs> Love it. This year's swimsuit is going to look like a little something I prefer to call busted can of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all our East Coast w- listeners, remember, do not make snow angels in a dog park. And the best tweet I saw all week, Velcro. It's a ripoff. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled and Two Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every every time. time. Recluse Cigars. Okay, next week we're going to do lighter maintenance. How to take care of your lighters. You're going to get them all out of your drawers this week. All those broken lighters, and we're going to tell you how to fix them. So get yourself a nice can of refined butane. That means you can't use Ronson. Go to your cigar store the way and get to some. Know, the way to know, and there's, they all buy their butane from the same place. If the seal is in the top of the can, that's good. If the seal is down the side of the can, that's bad. Right. So you want, Ah, that's good. That's so, good. So get a refined butane, a clean butane that you can do, not like a Ronson, but something good. Go to your cigar store, and you can use um, Vertigo's. You can use uh, Lotus. You can use Zycar. Yep. You can use all, all those things. 
and um, we'll, we'll go through them of how to take care of your lighter. Also, we're going to smoke a cigar from the Care Package. This cigar is from 2012. It was a one-time release. It was sent out to everybody that's there. There's no band on it. You're wondering what that cigar is. We're going to smoke it next week. Moving ahead, the following week, February 6th, is the Cigar of the Year. We're going to make that announcement. You know what they are. They, they, we have uh, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. One of those cigars will be on the show um, next week, and we'll smoke, uh, smoke that and um, give the award out at that time. Um, that will be the day before Super Bowl Sunday, before the Patriots win the Super Bowl once again, and Chuck gets his ring. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Uh, February 13th, uh, I will be back from D.C. Um, with uh, a number one cigar from Cigar Journal. We're going to smoke the Aroa. Um, number one cigar from Cigar Journal. Also, I'll be back with, hopefully, all the information of the FDA's final ruling. So it's going to be a big day if, dun, that, dun, if that's dun. what happens. Um, National Cigar Smoking Day is February 7th. Uh, Dave's trip to Cuba is on March 5th. I'm going to go to the Habanos Festival again from there, leaving directly from Cuba to Mexico, to the TAA. And it'll be the best show that we will have done in 2016. March 5th. No you have the opportunity right now to call it an operable, <coughs> to try to get Tommy Grella to come here because I won't be. There you go. You we'll may need, need him. On the March, table. 5th? March 5th. I, okay. I won't be here. All right. I got to confirm that, but yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay, and uh, all the way to April 2nd. If you remember way back six years ago, Tommy Grella, on April Fool's Day, we got together after hours at Two yep. Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, do downstairs, yep. and we did our first taping yep. of the Cigar Authority. This is six years later. We'll do our return six-year anniversary party right here in the Salem store. And uh, if you want to come, I want to invite everybody to come here. We'll have cigars, and we'll have food, and we'll have a good time. Snacks? Snacks. We'll I have love snacks. snacks. I'm good at snacks. You can, you can make the snacks, I'll and I can pay snacks. you for them. I will bring snacks. All right. So Tommy, I will need something a little diet-friendly because oh, I have lost 13 pounds so far. Yay. Good for you. It's like cutting off a finger for you, Barry. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> But keep it up. Don't let that take you down. I used to like you, Tommy. Here we go. <laughs> We're friends. I miss Tommy Grella. He's quick-witted. Very fast. He's very, very fast. fast. Yeah. So, Grella's uh, capable of short bursts of speed. And like moving ahead all the way. <laughs> falling. <laughs> Tommy, how's this? September 17th, Barry yeah. Stein is going to be married, and we're doing the show live from the wedding. No kidding. We are doing the show live oh, from his yeah. wedding. I got to do that. This is crazy. I want to wear the Gata yeah. belt this time. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's going to take it off with his teeth. Have the prettiest girl put the Gata belt on you. Do they, oh, make, absolutely. Do they make them in that size? Heidi. Heidi's putting it on me. There we Barry's go. Barry's going to take it off. There we go. Hey, as long as I can watch, I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're into that. Tommy Grella back to wearing the dresses. <laughs> so, uh, quick reminder, seven spots left for the Cigar Care Package. Nineteen ninety nine gets you into the Cigar Care Package. Go to the CigarAuthority.com on the right-hand side before it says sold out yep. because later in the week it's going to say sold out. Yep. And we'll leave that for a while just to let you know. Yep. When, you're ordering rub your, it in. when you're ordering your kilo with the coupon code KILO RIP, yes. pick up the Cigar Authority Care Package while you're at it. Only seven of you will be able to do that. Yeah, this is it. This is the end of it. So uh, we'll end up being at 500 
We'll stop the, uh, stop the bleeding is the idea of it, and uh, we'll do that for a while until we, we start getting some sponsors or somebody to help defray some of this cost. I'll handle 500 of them, but that's where it'll uh, stop from there. So let's look at the time. We do have some time. We have some time. So We've got to take a peek into the asylum. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Some stories are indeed too insane to be true, and this one is no exception. If you tried to write the plot for a comedy, you might not go as far as having a cocaine smuggler owning an inn 100 feet from the Canadian border by the name of the Smugglers in Bed and Breakfast. Because although it's funny, it would come off as a little too obvious. Well, what if the FBI responded to a report of suspicious smuggling-like activity and pulled over an SUV with a registration reading Smuggler in the parking lot of the Smugglers in Bed and Breakfast and found nine bricks of nose candy weighing an astounding 24 pounds? Would that be too insane to be true? Well, it is true. That's insane. That's asylum. That's Kilo. They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho ho. Okay, so Tommy, I don't know if we ever did this before. We used to do this day in classic history, or we used to do. Well, Dave birthdays. used to just read birthdays off ridiculously, and yeah, there was no game involved. So now. There's a game in, involved. So it's the closest of the date without going over. So the classic three-way is classic cigars, and it's you three competing against each other, and it's just three fast questions. So let's do it. All right. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic <laughs> cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today is January 23rd, and we're going to start with Barry because Barry is the leading champion here. He's the guy to beat. Today is the birth date of John Hancock. John Hancock, politician, founding father, and predominant patriot of American Revolution, who first and third governor of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. He's also the president of the Continental Congress, governing body of the United States and the American Revolution. His name now is synonymous, synonymous for his signature because of the large, stylish one he did on the Declaration of Independence. 
Born today, John Hancock, Barry. What year was he born? 1738. 1738, he says. How about you, Mr. Jonathan? 1734. 1734. And how about you, Tommy Grella? I'll go 1730. 1730. And Mr. Jonathan will take it. 1734 at 1737. You were one over. One over, which over doesn't count, so Mr. Jonathan gets the point. Today is the birthday, Mr. Jonathan, of Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz, you know who he is? Yes, I do. He's a MMA star. MMA star, American mixed martial arts and former UFC light heavyweight champion. He has three sons with the famous adult film actress and model Jane, Jana Jemerson. Jana? Jana, Jana Jameson. Jameson. You all knew that. Everybody has <laughs> knew that. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, Tito Ortiz, born today, Mr. Jonathan, what year? 1968. 68, he says. 64. 64, Tommy? 69. He's married to Jenny Jameson. And he'll take a point. <laughs> and he'll take the point. It's 75. So Tommy gets a point. Mr. Jonathan has a point. And our leader, Barry Stein, has no points. There's one question left. If you get it exact, it's two points, and it'll be the win for you. Uh, if you don't, you're going to... Uh, Loser's champion, I think. Uh, today is the birthday of Chesley Sullensburg. The mailman on Cheers? No, pilot. Famous U.S. American airline pilot who safely landed the, the passenger jet on the Hudson River. Do you remember that? Sully Sullenberg? Yes. Uh, he was ranked number two in Times Magazine in 2009 as the list of top 100 influential heroes and icons. Sully Sullenberg, born today. What year was he born? You're up, Tommy G. I'll take uh, 1960. 1960, he says. Barry. 46. 46. I had 1960 written down. That's what I'm going with. 60. 60 will be over. 46, Barry. For the point and a tie, you do not lose. But I have no more questions. So that is that. What was the actual birthday? Oh, you want the answer to it. 1951. 1951. So this classic day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. at Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday. And they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. So, Tommy, you are known as the food guy. And you always were on the show. What specials do you, are you running this week food-wise that I could look forward to if I were to, say, swing by on my way home from Seabrook on Wednesday? Well, I, I, don't, I can't tell you for Wednesday, but I can tell you this weekend, tonight, we, do, we have um, uh, brajol. Uh, brajol! It's a special kind of brajol. It's pork tenderloin stuffed with provolone, cheese-aged provolone, and eggplant, then rolled, coated in breadcrumbs, fried, and served with uh, cheese ravioli. John, so it's a play on a, eggplant and, and, and uh, parm. You're not a fan of the brajol, are you? I yes, don't know is. what that is. Well, he, likes he, the he likes the brajol. He likes the brajol. Trust me, he likes the brajol. <laughs> right in the Don't encourage lane. them, Darren. Don't encourage so, them. So you plan your specials, I mean, last minute? Well, not last minute, but it's, you know, it's based on things you can get. And I mean, we try and really do things um, the right way. You know, it's all about the food at Prelude. You yeah. know, we're small. So, you know, can you get good things? What's in season? That kind of thing. Okay. Now, you had that, uh, it was the turkey spiced thing with the, the lettuce wraps. You still have that on the menu? Yes. Oh, those the are Thai, awesome. Thai lettuce wraps where we take chicken thighs, we break them down, we saute them up with some 
hoisin, garlic, sesame oil, soy sauce, and uh, put a little bit of uh, scallion garnish. Serve that with bib lettuce to, to you know, make your wraps. Oh, those I've are got a question. fantastic. Yeah. Personal question. Um, would you cook off the menu for somebody who's trying to lose weight, such as myself? Yeah, absolutely. I was well, there you know every couple of weeks, and I, you know, I would feel bad. Hey, can you make this without all the? No, we can always we can always accommodate people with special dietary needs. We we can always um, you know do something on the lighter side for people. We do that all the time. The only thing I tell people is you know the gluten free pasta is something we don't do, especially on the weekends when we're busy. You know, when it's less busy, I can do those things, but uh, we can always do something diet, always. It's a shame to go to Tommy Grella's and be on a diet, though. Yeah. You're missing yeah. the whole thing. You were going to have a cheat day. That that's, the, that's the day to have a cheat day is when you go on a prelude. I'll I feel bad. What. I haven't been there in three weeks, so, you know. But you're doing good, man. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah, three weeks is a long time for Barry. <laughs> Keep it up. You feeling better? Much better. All right. So. Good for you. Mr. That's Jonathan good. likes the Brajol. Tommy Greller on the show. I, heard. I love that. Yeah, he likes Brajol. I got a text from Rudy. He's all excited. Yeah? He's all excited. Rudy's the man. We All right. the big steak. Thank you, Tommy Grella. Let's do it again me. soon. Let's yeah. do it again. Uh, we're going to smoke uh, another cigar next week from the Care Package. It's the one without the band on it. We'll explain to you. All about it next week. It's from 2012. We're also going to get into cigar lighter maintenance. So grab all those lighters out of your draw. Get the can of butane. Get ready. Get a, get a little screwdriver with you. We're going to end up taking care of all these lighters for you and tell you how to keep them lasting forever. They're not junk. So you'll, you'll see that. And your lighters will work forever. So uh, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you happen to be fortunate enough to get your hands on some of the last kilos in existence, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven.